When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome to a new episode of Sixers Daily. I'm your host, Jazz Kang. Don't forget, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. You can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, you name it, we are there. And of course, check out libertyballers.com for all your Sixers needs. We are now just 27 days away from the opening of training camp, which happens on the 28th. Still lots of drama. It's been an eventful, let's be honest, eventful Wednesday in terms of Sixerland. Started off with an early morning tweet from Joel Embiid. He was responding to a tweet from at the NBA Central, uh, which was quoting Jeff Zilgit, a reporter for USA Today, basically saying the Simmons-Embiid rift had been escalating and basically that uh, they had to make a decision. Now, Joel came out and said, questioning the sources, saying that you know media is, is using this situation to push their own agendas. He said he loves playing with Ben Simmons. Uh, also called him an amazing player and basically said the onus was on the whole team to get the job done. Now, obviously the Sixers didn't come up short against an Atlanta team that fairly, in my opinion, was not as good as the Sixers overall managed to beat them in seven games. But this was a super drama full day in terms of that, because Joel started going off and, and I'm going to quote some of his tweets here. Uh, second one after that was from my own experience. Y'all have no idea how much this media makes up stuff for followers and shame on you for believing them. He also referenced uh, what happened a couple of years ago with him personally in Philly. He said, I haven't forgotten, but two years ago, I got booed. People in Philly wanted me to be traded. I even shushed them. Only the real ones didn't, but I just put up the work in that offseason to be better because I knew I wasn't playing up to my potential. Philly fans, y'all also got to be better. So calling out the fans for holding the players accountable, wanting the players to be their best. That's what Joel did. Again, I, I think coming from him, he also came out and, and clarified that as well. He said, for clarity, I love the criticism. I love when I'm told I can't do something. It makes me work harder to prove everyone wrong, but not everyone is built like that. And fair enough, we saw him put up MVP type numbers last season, obviously finished second voting behind the Joker. So Joel did put in the work and, and, and come out and do that. So, I mean, does this offer any more clarity to the situation in terms of what's going to happen with Ben Simmons in not only the immediate, but the long-term future? No, but Embiid coming out and saying basically he loves playing with Ben, although he didn't give exactly a ringing endorsement after game seven. He did say that and he didn't have to come out and publicly defend Ben Simmons, but he did. And so that shows me that he's still open to playing with him at the very least, which could be the situation, even if, uh, you know, we get into training camp and, and Ben isn't there. Uh, you know, he might be forced and backed into a corner because I think with through all this, there's one thing we can look at, like, you know, the Sixers aren't getting really any top notch offers at this point. No surprise. Basically, we heard that that Sacramento has, has pulled out of the running. Uh, there was a report from Jason Anderson of, of the Sacramento Bees covered covered the Kings for a very, very long time. Uh, but basically, he was saying that, uh, you know, at this point, the Kings are unlikely to part with either De'Aaron Fox or Tyrese Halliburton in a Simmons deal. Um, so you're basically looking at what, you know, some future picks from the Kings and, and Marvin Bagley, who really has been a disappointment since he was taken ahead of Luka Doncic in 2018. 
So, uh, and again, you have to look at the fit. Bagley, better with his back to the basket. Similar skill set in terms of what he brings offensively. Not nearly as good, but in terms of what he brings to the table next to Embiid. So, again, not a great fit there. And and so the Kings are, are apparently now reportedly off the board, which, again, not surprising, uh, you know, at this point, because given the fact that they really have only two assets that would make sense for a team like the Sixers who have championship aspirations. When you got an MVP candidate, you got to go for it. And if you're not getting De'Aaron Fox or a young guy like Halliburton in that, what is, what is really the point? And then you're looking at another team like the Warriors who apparently Maury had asked for the house in terms of getting their, their lottery picks that they used on Jonathan Kaminga and, and Moses Moody. Uh, obviously that great trade didn't go through. And, and me and Paul Hudrick discussed this on the pod yesterday on, on Tuesday, basically saying that, Hey, you know what, you're not going to really want to deal with the Warriors at this point because all you're getting in return, if James Wiseman's a part of the package, where does he fit next to Joel? You know, and I, I covered the Warriors last season, and I'll tell you that is that is not an ideal fit just in terms of, again, where, where their games are and how they clash with each other. So there isn't a lot of great deals out there to be made right now in the immediate future. So it's going to be interesting to see how Maury, Elton, Brand, and Co. handle this. You know, you're looking at, Basically, 65, 70 cents on the dollar if you're taking C.J. McCollum and a few picks from, from the Portland Trailblazers. If you're looking at a deal around Malik Beasley, D'Angelo Russell, and some picks from you know the Minnesota Timberwolves, is that worth it? Or you're looking at a, a package around DeJounte Murray in, in San Antonio. Again, good players. Not going to move the needle, though? Probably not. So I think the Sixers are, t- are, stuff, are stuck pardon me, in a tough situation. So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle all this over the, the coming weeks. And, you know, as we get closer to September 28th, which again, when camp is scheduled to begin, you are going to get more and more of this stuff coming out. And it's going to be interesting how it, how it all plays. Because you're looking at this and what Clutch has done with Rich Paul is basically muscled his, his big name, you know, clients into situations they want to be in. We saw what happened with, with Anthony Davis a few years ago getting him out of New Orleans, basically saying, hey, we're not re-signing the Supermax with you. We also don't want to go to the Celtics because we're not going to sign a contract extension with them, which was then basically, hey, get us to LA. We want to play with LeBron. We want to go to the Lakers. They found a way to make that happen. Sure, they got some nice assets and Brandon Ingram, uh, Lonzo Ball, who you know was only there for a couple of seasons before now being moved to, to the Chicago Bulls. But again, are you looking at this type of situation with Simmons who said he wants to go to one of the three Cali teams, even though we know there's, there's four, but again, Sacramento, probably not a part of that equation. The Lakers, they're not offering anything of of substance that's going to move the needle for Philly. So probably not the Clippers other than Paul George or, or Kawhi Leonard, you're getting a bunch of guys who are going to be support level players. And again, that's not going to move the Sixers up the Eastern conference ladder where they're going to get closer to the teams like the Milwaukee Bucks, the defending champs, and the Brooklyn Nets, which are led by Kevin Durant, James Harden, a player, of course, that Philly was after during the season before he was moved there from the Rockets, and Kyrie Irving. So this is going to be an interesting situation. Again, though, I I do think the Sixers do have some leverage here in the fact that Ben's under contract for four years, and you can basically play hardball with him and say, hey, man, you can sit down on the sidelines, miss as much as you want, we'll continue to find you. Is it going to ultimately hurt Ben's pockets in terms of financially? No. You know, the guy's made enough money now that, that he's okay. He could probably sit out the whole season if he really wanted to. Again, if he really wanted to, but I don't, I don't see that happening. I do think we'll get a resolution to this sooner than later. 
But this is the talk of the town when it comes to the NBA. We're in the dog days of the offseason. Not much going on. So there's going to be a lot of talk about Ben Simmons and the Sixers as we get into training camp and the beginning of the season, which is slated for October 22nd. So me and Paul discussed this on, on the 30 on Tuesday is basically you're looking at a situation where you might want to try and get some future assets from a team like the Timberwolves, from a team possibly like the San Antonio Spurs, that you could look to move that in a package during the season for a player like Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal if things end up floundering, which I think they will in Portland. I don't think Washington will be that great. You know, they were a fringe playoff team last season. Uh, we'll probably see that again in, 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 in this upcoming season with Beal averaging, you know, better than 30 points a game. But I think Lillard at this point of his career is going to be looking to move on. And then I also think if you're looking at a team like Toronto, now we've heard rumors that Toronto would be interested. You know, what do you really get at this point? And I think that this is where the, the interesting part for Maury is going to come in is basically trying to get maybe a possibly a third team involved, which I think would be a good move as well. Because you can look at you can look at trying to add, uh, you know, move a bunch of future assets in order to try and get a superstar from a third team, but it's it's going to be interesting. And like I said, that you know the Raptors, I don't think they're going to part with Scotty Barnes at this point, who they took fourth overall. But I mean, you know, if a package centered around that and and some future picks, maybe Fred Van Vliet, maybe that moves the needle for for Maury. But it's 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 just going to be a lot of drama and a lot of rumors and a lot of reports as we get closer towards training camp, but this situation has, has just boiled over. And, and, you know, Keith Pompey of the, of the Philadelphia Inquirer, uh, one of the best in the business when it comes to what happens with the Sixers, you know, reported on Tuesday that, Hey, we, you know, Ben Simmons camp has basically went to uh, Daryl Morey, Elton Brand, Doc Rivers and said, Hey, you know, we're not going to report for camp. We're basically at this point that this needs to be resolved sooner than later. So, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. We don't really have a clue, you know, what's going to happen. But again, it's a tough spot for Maury and the Sixers to be in. And we've touched on this a few times over the offseason that, hey, there wasn't a lot of stars available that we typically would see in a normal NBA offseason. You know, the cap's only going up 3.5% from last season to this year. So might have been some moving parts there. The pandemic froze a lot of things obviously crowds not being allowed in a majority of stadiums until we got deeper into the season, which killed the league's bottom line. So it'll be interesting to see. And, and again, I, I think if Maury can do this in a situation that he looks at a team who might be, you know, rebuilding like a Cleveland Cavaliers where you can get some future pieces or, and again, I don't know, don't really think that Philly would want anything on the Cavs that again, moves them towards being a championship contender, but looking at a team who might have some nice pieces that are looking at Simmons and wouldn't have a, a lick of a chance to sign a guy like that in free agency, but he's got four years left on his deal. His extension kicks in this season. So you're getting him with certainty that you're going to have him around. So Maury's going to have to play this and, and basically open up the bidding because Ben Simmons can say he's not going to report. He's just going to continue to get fined. And if he does that, I, I don't know if that's going to scare teams off if you got a guy under contract for four seasons. So I think it's time to open up the bidding. Maybe, maybe start to lower the asking price because we've heard he's asking for the moon. And any deal for Simmons, which again, that's the Maury way is, is, you know, if I'm going to move a, a superstar piece, I want a ton of assets in return, but he also does make runs at superstars. And he's shown that that's what he believes wins in this league. And historically has shown us that you win with top level players. So it'll be interesting to see how Maury attacks this, which way Maury wants to play this and Elton Brand. And I'm sure they're, they're coming up with a way on, on 
how to add significant pieces to keep the Sixers in the championship conversation. We'll discuss this and more as we get into further into the offseason and closer to camp. As I mentioned off the top, don't forget, you can follow and subscribe to our podcast network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, we are there. And of course, check out libertyballers.com. We'll have you covered through all the Sixers drama involving Ben Simmons and getting some player previews going as well as we get closer to September 28th. 